Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hello? Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Because you know my threshold is high. I know it is. My standard is high in life and in baseball. You know, like it took me a good five years before I liked you. Yeah, I'm aware. You had to crawl your way into my my being. (laughs) Yeah, I still don't know if you like... uh, Well, I know you like Ted because Ted is like you. That I do know, but... Oh, I like Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Ted and I like each other so much, we don't talk. That's That's how much we like each other. I don't bother him, he doesn't bother me. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We've got a big program today. Bone's going to teach us things today. Bone of Education coming up at 4.02. What are we learning today, Bone? We are going to learn about hockey pioneer Willie O'Ree today. And I'm looking forward to this because... First black player yeah, in the NHL. First black player in the NHL. And, and really an interesting story that I say this a lot when I look at things for Bone of Education... There needs to be a movie made about this. Like, why? If there has been, I've missed it. And I'm sorry to say I've missed it. But this guy's story is not just overcoming the, you know, the color barrier in hockey. It's it's a lot more to it than that. And the things he had to overcome to get to where he was is just uh, ultimately fascinating to me. So, Bone of Education, Willie O'Ree. We'll do some history coming up at 402. Well, you know... He came up with the Bruins. The Boston's known for being a very tolerant, racially tolerant <laughs> city. Yeah, he had some really interesting comments, though, about his teammates. Said they were very supportive. Well, and, good. and I'm glad. He, he did not have difficulty in that regard. He did mention some other NHL cities where he did and had some trouble, you know, from from that regard. But, yeah, it's it's a, it's a very fascinating story and one that I don't think is talked about enough. So there was also some news about him that came out in the last 24 hours, so we'll do that at 4 o'clock as well. Uh, would You Rather is coming up at 5.34. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Buckeye Hoops had their game against Nebraska postponed for Saturday. Uh, problems with the Huskers with COVID. We've gotten conflicting reports that the, that the Buckeyes are trying to find somebody else to play this weekend. I mean... If they do, I would assume it's going to be an opponent of the quality of Ui Pui, who we just saw in here. Right. right? I mean, that would bend over backwards to get here for this weekend. The only chance I could see that a team would want to try to make that happen is if someone else today, meaning like it's already happened, where someone else has lost an opponent today, and they too are just saying, we want a game this weekend, and we're willing to make it work. I don't know if you would have to. I'm talking like a you know power five type opponent, or even you know one of the what are the 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 group of six, the next group after that. I mean, like someone in that realm, I think you might be able to find, but it's it's going to be hard unless one of those schools has already lost an opponent to find someone on such short notice. That's of 
a higher caliber. So from a programming standpoint, here's what that does for us. Assuming the Buckeyes don't go out and get another opponent and play on Saturday afternoon, we, of course, are going to have that game here on the fan. And then after Buckeye basketball, we were going to jip, join in progress, Bengals and Titans. We don't have that conflict now. So we will have Bengals and Titans in their entirety with coverage starting at 4 on Saturday. Yeah. Take it to the bank, by the way. Take it to the bank. I, I came to this conclusion this morning. I was watching some some film this morning, doing some advanced research. And I can now officially tell you, take it to the bank. Bengals, get it done. Love it. Saturday. I, I, I feel good about that. I do think they've got a very winnable game here. So it's on the road, but... If if I think Cincinnati fans will find a way to show up, so this this is going to be a very interesting matchup. But I'm looking forward to it. Every single home team is a favorite this weekend in the NFL. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll: Who do you think will be in the AFC Championship game? Here are your choices: Bengals and Bills, Bengals and Chiefs, Titans and Bills, Titans and Chiefs. I just told you Bengals win. Take it to the bank. I am going to say the Chiefs win as well this weekend, so I will take Bengals and Chiefs. And think about that matchup if you're a Bengals fan, haven't seen what they did we to the Chiefs not too long ago. Yeah, now I don't know if it's going to go like that again. I'd, I'd say it's going to be a lot tougher to do that a second time. But yeah, I feel really good about the Chiefs winning their game. And like I said, I'm with you on the Bengals. I think it, that's a that's the matchup I would probably be picking if I had to. Jackets in Philly for the Flyers tonight. Coverage starts at 6.30. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Voracek is off the COVID list. He makes his return to Philadelphia. This will be, you know, it's odd that it's January 20th. This is the first time we've seen the Flyers, but it's our first look at Cam Atkinson. Of course, he was dealt in the offseason, that Voracek-Atkinson deal. Rimmer was talking about it yesterday. It's worked out, you know, so far, I guess, for the Flyers. They're a terrible hockey team, but... As bad as the Flyers are, they are just one point back of the Blue Jackets. But we're going to see Cam for the first time, and that deal made sense on paper. I think from a financial standpoint, it you know you pay a little bit more for Jake Voracek now, but you get a year of contract relief. Yeah, because he's on a two-year deal. Cam had three more three years left. If we're talking about production from each of these players as far as goals scored. And oh, Jake's been productive, too, from an assist standpoint. Yes, he has been. So, But I'm saying if you're looking at it just from goals scored, right, people are going to point to Cam having a, a nice, so far, start to his year. Or I guess we're more, almost halfway through. And that's that's one thing you can look at there. But I, I, I'm i with you that the better thing for this was not about which player is going to get you a little closer to the playoffs. They, they knew what this move was. This Larson, move, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, this move was about salary relief a year earlier. Yes. And, and you bring home a guy that people wanted to see back in the CBJ. That's that's, that's fine. fine. It made sense this offseason. It still makes sense now. I saw that Larson was uh, shuffling lines. You'll see some different groupings tonight, as you would when you lose 9-2. <laughs> yeah. to two. Yeah, I would think so. But remember something tonight, kids. You know, this Flyers team's lost nine in a row. There is no reason why you should go into that building tonight and struggle. Oh no, Mike! What will happen is if they if the Jackets lose this game, well, Philly was just hungrier for it because they've been on this losing skid, and that's oh, why they want to stop it. Tired of you? <laughs> Can I ask this question too? I saw you know a few people pointing out, "Well, this is one Jackets fans have had circled ever since the trade was made, the first game against Philly." Why? Well, I, oh, I just don't to know. See Cam? It, well, right, but I, I, okay, I'm wondering if there are Jackets fans who 
will be in some way like happy if Cam scores a couple goals on the Jets. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not either. I'm just, there's so many people I hear who talk in loving terms about former players. And this organization seems to really love honoring former players so much. Are there some Jackets fans? Not the majority, not most. Are there some that are going to be like, yeah, but I hope Cam has a good game. I'm, I hope he no, scores a couple goals. I hope, here. I hope not. I hope you're still wanting to see your team win first and foremost. You but, can have nice memories of the guy, but I mean, he's still going out there tonight trying to beat you. Is he not? Absolutely. Right. And I would assume, I, I wonder, are the uh, the Flyers going to have, they'll probably have a nice video tribute for Jake Voracek, right? Guy I, played there a assume. long time. I mean, it's not going to be a better video tribute than the Jackets have for anyone. <laughs> The Jackets are also going to do a tribute to Jake Voracek's time in Philly. They're going to do a video tribute just to those moments. I was reading a piece in The Athletic today about Jack Roslovic and how it has not worked out well for him Mm-mm. since no. coming to the home Blue Jackets. The homecoming has and not worked out as hoped. No, they don't love him, and I guess he doesn't love them. And you know They're looking to actively move him. But then you know the, the piece went on to point out that you know, he's a young guy, and the Blue Jackets have moved on from other young guys in the past that go elsewhere and have more success. So is this another case of the Blue Jackets not recognizing what they have, not working with what they have because they want Jack Roslovic to fit into a particular mold, and then he goes someplace else and has success? Look, I don't know the answer to that. What I, what I, I was chuckling to myself, though, I was reading this, though, because I was thinking he'll go someplace else, and whether he's good or bad, the video tribute that will await him when he comes back here, especially being the hometown guy. Yeah. They may just have a pregame parade for him outside. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I will say the trade deadline, it's still quite a ways away, but I think you will see many Jackets players moved, wouldn't you? I mean, you're going you're obviously thinking Corpy's gonna be gone. I would think that's that's I'm surprised he's likely. still here. Yeah, but I'm saying I they're probably trying to get the best deal possible. So probably they've gotten some offers, but nothing that they're ready to move on yet. But yeah, there, there's going to be three or four veterans, I would assume, moved out just because teams are going to want someone that might bring in, you know, a, a player of the caliber like, you know, Gus Nyquist or something like that. Well, the say, best case scenario is that Jake Vorchek's one of those guys. Sure. I mean, yeah, th- you can get some salary relief and, you know, he's not going to play a long term, have a long term future on you this squad. You want to mass... You want to amass picks. You want to be able to have, yes, some salary cap space, all that stuff. But you want to get as much as you can out of whatever talent you have on the roster right now that you don't think is going to be part of the team in two or three years. Right. So that is, if it's anyone that you think is going to be here for two or three more years, don't move them. But anybody outside of that, yeah, you got to, you got to go get whatever you can. Even if that's late round picks. Amassing picks allows you to put packages together closer to the draft to maybe move up a couple spots and get the franchise piece you want. And that's what we're hoping for. Jackets and Flyers tonight coverage 630 right here on the fan. Michigan sources are saying they think Jim Harbaugh will take the Raiders job if offered. You know, we we look at Jim Harbaugh and his name has been attached to a couple different jobs, but the Raiders have been the most logical landing place. And we thought that maybe there's this grand plan already to bring him in, even before the playoff game. But, you know, could it be that teams are talking to Jim Harbaugh? They're interested in discussing things with him, but nothing's been offered to him, and maybe nothing will be offered to him. Maybe if, if, you know, if it were his decision, he'd already be gone. 
Because we're all just sort of wondering, what's he waiting for? Michigan apparently has a new contract for him, willing to give him anything that he wants on that end of things. Why hasn't he signed it? Or why hasn't he moved on to the NFL? Maybe the answer is because no job's really been offered to him in the NFL. Yeah, I wonder I wonder this too. Does Jim Harbaugh strike you as the type of guy who would do things in a way that makes logical sense to you and me? Or does he strike you as a guy that might do things in a way that doesn't make sense to you and me? I mean, my answer is, I think he's a little Ill- illogical, and it, he may not do things the way you or I would do it. I would be, if I were Jim Harbaugh, saying, I have done as much as I can with Michigan, at least what my abilities will allow to be with Michigan. I want to take an NFL job and get back to what I'm better at. And I would like to cash one more paycheck there and have one more run at a Super Bowl. And if it doesn't work out then, then I'm just not coaching anymore. I've got plenty of money. So I would be jumping at any opportunity that's given to me, but maybe he is. Well, right. But I'm what I'm saying is it's also possible. Jim Harbaugh is a very different guy than most humans in sports and most people. It could be that he is getting the interest level of Jim. If you want this job, I'm going through the interview process. We're doing due diligence, but just know you're our first option. If you want this job, just say yes. And maybe Michigan has said, look, here's all the money you want. We're willing to pull the trigger. Just say yes. And maybe he is literally sitting there going, I don't know what to do. Maybe he maybe. has, maybe he is having that, that look he sometimes gets in press conferences where he almost looks stunned that someone asked him, Hey, why does this not work on your team? Or why does your offense look stagnant or whatever? And he just stares into the space. Like, I can't believe I'm being asked this. I wonder if he's just sitting there truly not sure. Do I want to torch everything at Michigan and move on from there? Or do I want to stick it out? Do I think I can do this? Maybe he is just, being contemplative and also waiting for someone else to say, yes, officially, this is your job. Go ahead and take it. The Titans are trying to screw Bengal fans. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at Livingston Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go from the 71-315 West split as it recovers. Plan on some residual backups and please use caution over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 25% off custom printed labels, postcards, flyers, brochures, and more when you spend $60 or more. In-store only. Offer ends on the 29th. See staples.com slash print for details. Staples, the working and learning store. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Thursday, kiddos. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets now. At Man and Bone 971. Uh, I saw this on Twitter, which means it has to be true. Uh, Nina Strominger. Okay. She, I guess, is a professor at the Wharton Business School. Yes. University of Pennsylvania. Pretty good school there, I've mm. been told. I'm too stupid to get into it. 
Uh, she tweeted out, asked Wharton students what they thought the average American worker makes per year. Okay. And 25% of them thought it was over six figures. One of them thought it was 800K. <laughs> really not what? sure what to make of this. She says the real number is $45,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just sli- now again, slightly out of touch. Right. I, I don't know, you know if this is accurate. Someone's just trying to gaslight something. I have no well, idea. This is she's saying she asked and anecdotally this is what she got back. It's not a scientific study. This is her experience with one particular group of students. Yes. Right? Okay. But I just what how out of touch must you be? And again, you're not a dummy. You're at you're at Wharton. Well, not, you might be a rich dummy, well, but okay, I, you know fair what I mean. Enough, right. But like, what I'm saying yeah. is that's probably what it is. Unless, is. There's some kids there who came from money and just have never had to look at anything like a W-2 I, or I, I a know, paycheck I, or anything like that. I know they came from money, but at some point they had to crack open a book, I would assume, to get into the University of Pennsylvania. You'd hope. Right? Doesn't mean you're not spoiled. Doesn't mean you're not a brat. All those things could be true. But to honestly think the average wage of an American person is $800,000? Would you just kick that kid right out of Wharton? Uh, well, let me also say, like, if this was an email response, I'd be willing to entertain the idea that someone said, oh, no, I meant 80000 I just added a zero on accident. All right. Well, twenty a quarter that's, of them still thought still, it was over six figures. 80000 would still be very off. And yes, 25% thinking it's six figures is just what the average person makes these days. Right. Sounds very out of touch. The Titans are trying to screw the Bengal fans. They don't want any Bengal fans in their stadium, which is uh, Nissan Stadium. They said, we want Nissan Stadium to be two-tone blue. And so by limiting this transfer window, it also limits the number of visiting team fans that we'll have in the stadium. By limiting that transfer time would limit some of the resale and some of the transfer activity that would happen in advance. So if you want to buy tickets to this game, what they are doing... They're saying you cannot transfer your tickets to someone else unless it's 24 hours before kickoff. Mm. So if you're a Bengal fan and you say, hey, man, I'm going to travel to Nashville. I'm going to buy some tickets today, get a hotel. No, you can't do that. You cannot physically buy tickets until 24 hours before kickoff. I have always and this. They're not the first team to do this. Other teams have done this, too. I want to say the Blue Jackets did it, didn't they? The Blue Jackets did a zip code limitation That's to right. where you could, like when the when the tickets I think it went was on the sale. Penguins. Yeah, it was when the they Penguins were playing series. the Penguins in the postseason. They they did a limitation to how many tickets you could sell or to what zip codes could buy first, and then they opened it up to more and more people as you know they went. They had certain yeah, dates. I, right? I, I they said it, it at the time. Then I think this it's always bush league when stuff like this is done. You know, if you're going to create an environment where it's going to be tough and on the opponents and you don't want the opponents in there, that's fine. But I think that naturally has to occur, not by putting restrictions on who can buy tickets. Yeah, I agree with that. I am I am also, it. if I would say it about the Titans, I have to say it about any other team that would do it, right? It does kind of look like a team that says, we're worried about what's going to happen with our home attendance. We're worried about what the you know mix is of fans, how many are going to be Bengals fans, how many well, are going to be Titans your, That's fans. on your fans then. Well, it's on your fans, but it's probably also a little bit on your organization, right? For not cultivating the fan base better to show up for a... I mean, it's a playoff game. Like, how is that not instantly something you're you're getting sold out? Now, I can understand the Jackets approach back in the day, which was, we're still going to let you buy from these zip codes. And if you happen to be a Penguins fan who lives in Columbus, 
Go right ahead. That's a little different than saying, we're not going to let you transfer tickets until 24 hours before the game. So then you can't resell them. Or if you do, you know, there's, there's less of a chance it's going to be to someone who traveled from Cincinnati, but yeah, whatever, man. I, if, if that's what they want to do, fine. It'll make it for Bengals fans. They're probably saying it'll make it sweeter when the Bengals win and beat them. And then they still try to do all this stuff with the fans and it didn't work. That's, that's, I guess, where you could come at it if you're a Bengals fan. The state of Ohio likes to hate-watch the Steelers. I saw these numbers. Top metered markets for Steelers and Chiefs. Now, this is, you know, people hating the Steelers, and obviously plenty of Steeler fans also live in these markets, too. But the number one market for Steelers-Chiefs was Kansas City. Locally, they did a 50.5 rating. Did you see the number next to that, though? An the- 80 share. Yes, for those who don't know what an 80 share is, that means of the televisions turned on in the Kansas City market, 80% of them that were on that night were tuned in to that game. Yes, well, good for them. Unreal. Uh, Number two market on the list is Pittsburgh. They had a 41 rating and a 67 share. Uh, Buffalo was tuning in with a 27 rating and a 48 share. New Orleans was fourth. Because they love football, right? They're not watching for any other reason. Uh, Cincinnati was fifth with a 22. Then it's Nashville, Milwaukee, Albuquerque. Cleveland is number nine with an 18.9 and a 40 share. And Columbus, number 10 on this list with an 18.8 and a 38 share. Yeah. it's Well, I think there's a couple things at play there. Yes, there are, of course, plenty of people who just want to watch NFL football. There are people who maybe were watching to see... Big Ben's final game, either because they loved him or they hated him or whatever. And I'm sure in at least some of those cities in Ohio that you mentioned, there's probably a good number of Steelers fans who are watching it because they're well, Steelers we, fans. We know there are here. Yeah. Right? We hear from Steelers fans in Columbus. Yeah, of course. They all hate you. Of course they do. And they should. That's fine. I hate their stupid team. <laughs> I don't hate them. I hate their team. They actually hate you. That's fine. Though. They that's can hate. I'm, I, that's fine. I get it. I probably deserve that. The Dallas Cowboys continue to be stupid. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at Livingston Avenue, but traffic is still stop and go from the 71315 at West Split as it recovers, and another disabled vehicle has cleared from Route 104 westbound on I-71. Traffic is still slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple and five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any free topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone, good news. What's that? 
The Jamaican bobsled team has qualified for the Olympics. Nice. For the first time in 20 years. Now, their first appearance, of course, was back in 1988, and that inspired the movie. Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Of course. One of the uh, one of your favorite movies of all time. Well, as a child, yeah, certainly. It was a enjoyable film. I believe Doug E. Doug was in that movie. That's right. Along with many others. John Candy, famously, of course. May he rest in peace. I like how Doug E. Doug gets billing over John Candy. Doug E. Doug was a dude. He was on, uh, again, I'm just bringing up the name only because this person had the show. Cosby. There was a second Cosby show, right? That It was called Cosby. Just Cosby, right. Yes. And I believe Doug E. Doug was someone who played a significant role on that show. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Cosby's out now, man. That's right. He didn't do anything. <laughs> He's out. According to him. He's blind. What, are you picking on a blind guy? I'm not picking on him. Yeah, you're picking on a blind guy. Oh, is that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. There this was is, that, is this uh, what you felt like when you were yelling at Lance Armstrong back in the day? Because I get it now. I do get it. No. <laughs> Where you were. Because when I was yelling at Lance Armstrong back in the day, all of you idiots, including local people, the national media, saying, what are you doing? What are you, he's such a good guy. Look at him. Mm-hmm. And it and turned I said, out. No. No. He's secret evil. You wait. And if you you're saying. To your to, to just defend you a sec there, if you're saying, well, buddy was a bad guy because of what he cheated in sports. Ah, look at no, all the good he did. That's not why he's a bad guy. He ruined people's lives. He's a poor sportsman because yeah. he cheated in sports. He lied to people. He ruined people's lives. And he s- sued them into oblivion. Over actively them. worked <laughs> to bankrupt people and ruin their lives, even though it came out that all of those people were telling the truth. They were reporting news. They were reporting things they found on him. He was the originator of the fake news cries. He was yelling that at people very early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, look at all that money. It went to cancer research. Well, both things can be true, right? Good that he did Good that. He did that. There sure. was good that came out of that. You know, the Livestrong and the yellow bracelets and all of that. There's good that came out of that. But Lance Armstrong was doing it first and foremost to increase his own ego and and personal fortune. Sure. That was the number one reason he was doing all of that crap. Yeah. I don't know why we have such a problem understanding that good things can happen from people with bad motives. Right? People, no. People with poor motives can still do things in the end where you go, well, at least that worked I, out. I, that was I nice. I remember but- the responses that I would get when I would criticize Lance Armstrong and they would go something like this. He had cancer. How could you say that about him? And I would say, yes, I was unaware that only good people got cancer. Right. Right? There are, there are bad people that get cancer, too. And they fight cancer successfully, and they're brave throughout their treatment. That doesn't mean they're not a bad person. Yeah, you're What does exactly that have to right. do with anything? Dougie, Doug, Cool Runnings, good. I'm glad they're back. I'm glad <laughs> no, they're no, back, back the, on Dougie. Glad Doug. they're back in the Winter Olympics. No, I'm glad Jamaica's back in the uh, bobsledding game with the Winter Olympics. That's great. I did see NBC came out because the Olympics are coming up next month, right? NBC came out and said, "Yeah, we're not sending anybody. <laughs> All our broadcasters, they're going to be doing the stuff well, from here. They are sending somebody. They're well, still sending Mike, Mike Tirico. Tirico. Well, he's going to be there. They got to the send set, him but... to go nine different. They got, he's going to do that, and he's going to fly back and do the Super Bowl, and then he's going to fly back to the. Now, they can't send anybody else, apparently. Why they couldn't have him just do that from a studio, too? I have no idea. Well, no, because, you know, part of that gig is having the athletes go in and talking to him. 
No, I during know, that but show. We, have we not just had two years of COVID where we're used to seeing an athlete in one place? I mean, for crying out loud, ESPN has built an entire network. They have shows where the hosts that have hosted together for years are never in the same studio. They're sitting in different rooms in different states and they're talking to each other. I, we could have those interviews done. But your point, yes, I know. Somebody's got to go well, there and get some interviews and all that. But maybe it doesn't have to be the main desk host who's also working the Super Bowl. That's yes, all I'm saying. That's right. And this isn't, you know, they're, they're saying this is a, a COVID issue. But it's not a COVID issue. It's a China issue. Because most places, right or wrong, around the globe have said pretty much it is what it is at this point. Yeah. Even Australia, right? As strict as they were right now, they pretty much have the attitude. It is what it is. We're keeping everything open. People are going to get sick. It's the way it goes. China still has a zero COVID policy. All right. They have entire metro areas shut down. And so NBC is worried that if their broadcasters go there and get COVID, that they have to stay there then for two weeks in quarantine and not go anywhere. Yeah. That could be a problem. Because of Chinese government rule. And I'm not saying that's wrong or that's right, but that's the reason why they're not going. Are they worried? Quarantine Are they worried at all about the other aspects where (laughs) there's been all this talk about don't bring your personal cell phone, don't bring your laptop? Maybe maybe they are, but I like how this is like one month before the Olympics. Breaking news China's going to spy on you. Right. When the IOC. Maybe this should have been considered. That's what I mean. When the IOC awarded these Olympic Games to China, and this is not the first time the Olympic Games have been in China, by the way. Right. At you Beijing, know, 2008? Maybe this is, that is something that, that should be discussed, but I like how a month before, it's like, hey, did you know the Chinese are going to spy on you? Did you know that if you say negative things about China when you're in China, they can put you in jail? Yes! We all knew this! Why are we pretending well, like we didn't now? We, <laughs> no, we all knew it, and probably I think a lot of people said, that's not great to reward Yes, a government. It's not about people, right? This is not a criticism of anybody who lives in China. The Chinese people have nothing to do they, with it. They are under the same thing we're saying. Is it sucks for them too? You That's mean, Chinese terrible. people. The thirteen million people stuck in their homes in some of these places, and they can't use the internet unless it's government approved. Yeah, they don't want that. Yeah. That's that's no. I mean, we're saying the Chinese government doing that. That's not great. Even the Chinese government, though, can watch that cowboy game and say that quarterback sneak was not a good call. <laughs> However, the Dallas Cowboys are not going to admit it. You know, they said after the game, Mike McCarthy said it was a right call. Kellen Moore said it was a right call. Dak Prescott, you'd think maybe a couple days after the fact they changed their tune. No. Here's another quote from Mike McCarthy via the Dallas Morning News. So it's the right call. The situation is right off the call sheet. So that part's right. Oh, oh, I, oh, so many problems. That call is right off the play sheet. Right off the play sheet. Right. So it's right. So it's right. Because the play sheet cannot be wrong. Mike, did you know that? The sheet that you come up with cannot be wrong. The part we got to talk about as a staff and had a chance to visit with Dak about it and speaking with officiating last night is the mechanics. Our mechanics matching their mechanics. I'm not going to get into their mechanics talking about the referees. Mm -hmm. But as far as the draw play, the execution, the only thing Dak and I talked about was put a yard limit on it. Cut it to 10 yards. That's probably going to be the change, the adjustment that we make. It didn't work. It's the wrong call. Why? Why is it so hard to do this? Look, I, 
my five-year-old, my five-year-old who likes to argue about everything, right? Right. Because in her pea brain, she thinks she's lived life at five. Yeah. I get less resistance from her on stuff that she doesn't understand. And she's not even mentally mature enough to understand 99% of this stuff. These are grown-ass men. These are grown-ass men that don't have any ability in hindsight to go back and say, yeah, if I do it again, probably call a different play. But wouldn't listen, wouldn't this apply in any walk of life to something to on some things, right? Let's say you're a you're a you're a lab technician or a scientist, chemist, you're working on making some concoction. Are you about to give me an analogy? I think I'm going to try. All right, go ahead. And what if it, you said, "All right, I have come up with the formula that will stop aging. It will stop aging completely. It is flawless. It works. You just have to mix this and this other ingredient and 5 milliliters is all you can make of this at a time. If you go to 5 milliliters, 0.001, the mixture becomes unstable and it blows up the lab. But as long as I mix it right to that level, it's fine. It's almost like that would be bad to do. Because while there is some benefit to it, if you mess up just a little bit, big catastrophe happens instead. So maybe that's not the right plan. Maybe, Mike McCarthy, if you're saying, oh, yeah, we had 14 seconds left. We just ran a sneak up the middle with no timeouts. That's okay, because it would work if everything works perfectly right. But if you mess it up just a smidge, catastrophe, disaster. Everyone goes, this sucks. That's where you are. So maybe that's not a good plan if you're that close on the margin. No, that's the ultimate cop-out for coaches. We've seen it at the collegiate level, at the pro level. Play was good, execution bad. Oh, well, well the- <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, I always say this, you know, when you're asking somebody to do something that you know is not going to work, don't ask David Ortiz to put down a drag bunt and then be surprised with the result. Okay? Right. Don't ask everything to work properly. Dak's got to get down at this time. We need Usain Bolt to be spotting the football on the officiating crew. And if we don't have all of these things working in harmony, the play's not going to work. Then it's not a good play! It's not a good play! Dude, you if know there are this. all these other variables at stake. You know this, having kids or having a kid. We have kids. You can't say the same amount of time it takes to get ready to go somewhere as when you didn't have a child as when you do. It takes longer. If you plan the same amount of time, you're going to realize, uh-oh, we didn't plan properly. Whose fault is that? That's the person coming up with the plan. The Manning cast is a thing, but is it really a thing? Yes. I don't know. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. And more delays on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. That's a five-minute delay over there. Strabic Report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson, now hiring. Are you looking for steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware. Now hiring CDL truck drivers with a $10,000 sign-on bonus in West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I was watching a show last night about the origins of planet Earth. Oh. How the planet came to be and climates changed and life started and ended and started again all that stuff okay and it's just my pea brain is not able to deal with some of the numbers that are thrown out oh we yeah. look at you know, this billions of years earth is what is it five and a half billion years old four and a half billion years old yeah, but I, I think when you're like oh yeah and then it got cold for a while then that lasted for 650 million years. <laughs> 650 million years. Right. I'm too stupid to understand that concept of time. See, I, I, I can't relate to it at all. Did you ever see? I, I've had that thought too, where people will talk about various cycles the earth was going through. And there's the discussion of, is there life on other planets? And maybe there is, obviously that's a whole nother discussion, right? But could it be that if there is or was life on other planets, maybe that life found our solar system, cruised past it, and was like, too hot, too hot, too many rings, too cold, Jupiter's all gas, right? Oh, what's this thing? Let's look. Oh, no, this, it's all frozen. It's a big, big, giant snowball. And they just moved there. on. And they were like, yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. And then maybe now we would go and whenever we can get out and start looking for things, we'll go to whatever planet they came from and go... Ah, uh, yeah, it's just a big frozen rock. Guess there's nothing here. Maybe there's life, but we can't get there and see it for now. It's astonishing to me. It may, it may be that we're like ships passing in the night where there are all these other planets full of life, but we just will never find them. It's astonishing to me that you know, there are people on this earth that have figured this stuff out, or at least they think they've figured this out. Who the hell knows? But I just saw this. This astonishes me just as much. This week, a team at the University of Alabama said they were able to transplant two kidneys from a genetically modified pig into a human being. Roll, roll damn tide. And the human being did not immediately reject the kidneys. They are working. Isn't that crazy? I know, I know they've talked about this where they think that pigs in particular, because we share a lot of genetic information Well, they do. Pigs. I mean, we just can't take it out of the pig. We got to do stuff to it first. Right, the, right. The but, organs first. But they think that's a way to kind of have the organ grow and work and we could talk about the ethics of that for the poor pig that's a whole other thing but yeah like that's well who we, even you know thinks, what, though? who we, even thinks to do that we right do eat their faces so if we're gonna have <laughs> that discussion i like i don't know if it's right to be taking their kidneys i, I love bacon <laughs> You know, actually, we are talking about yummy, yummy food versus right. keeping human beings I'm just, alive. I'm just putting it out. Hey, man, if I need a kidney and the pig is the only option, man, grow that kidney in that pig. 
That's where I stand on it. I just respect that there's other people who may see it differently. Uh, whatever. I don't like those people. I'm saying more pig to human transplants. That's what I want to see. You know, it's, it's hard for people that need organ transplants. There's only a certain amount of organs to go around. Absolutely. They're on waiting lists forever. A lot of people die before they get transplants. Now, you go right to your local butcher. Not quite as easy. <laughs> Maybe in the future, it will be that easy. Well, and, and then afterwards, you come out of the surgery, and they're like, everything took, and here's a plate of bacon to celebrate. This comes from Dolly. Well, you probably can't eat. Dolly the pig. If you get If you got pig in you. Oh, you can eat pig. Does that make you a cannibal if no, you eat it pig? Doesn't, no, it doesn't make you a I'm pig. I'm telling you, I think I'd have a hard time eating pig if I got a pig kidney inside well, me. I, like I said, we already share a certain amount of genetic information, so we're right. already doing it. All right. But I'm just saying. Yeah? You wouldn't do it? I don't think I could Give eat a, pig. Oh, you you want to eat a human foot. What are you talking about? You've said before if you had the opportunity yeah, you you'd try human. Humans have never done anything for me. <laughs> this pig is keeping me alive. <laughs> I hate humans. Some human would have had to stitch you up and put the put the pig yeah, stuff in there. Now, if you walk in and the, uh, the OR is full of pigs, then I'd agree with you. Then you have a good point. Kramer was right. <laughs> the colony of human hybrid pigmen <laughs> taking over the, the hospital. Great. Uh, Manning cast has been a thing all season long, but is it really a thing? I saw this headline today. Now, Florio wrote it. Florio always has an agenda, so take it with a grain of salt. Manning cast accounts for only 6.1% of ESPN's Cardinals-Rams audience. Only 1.419 million viewers dialed up the alternative broadcast, one of the lowest total audience numbers during the first season of Manning cast. With more than 23.1 million total viewers, um, the Manning cast accounted for a paltry 6.1% of the total audience. So, look... It was it was a triumph when it first started, and you know the sports people loved it, and it really hasn't changed, hasn't grown in viewership since then. It's clearly not a mainstream thing, right? No, but you know, Florio saying it only counts for six point one percent. It's supposed to be a supplement to the broadcast. It's not supposed to be mainstream. It's not for everybody. If you're looking for something different, here it is. Right. I think it was smart of ESPN to say, what can we get out of this? Because I think if you ask the people deep inside the decision-making rooms at ESPN, do you think your Monday Night Football broadcast is as good as all the other football broadcasts out there? They'd probably say no. They probably know it's not. So what can we do? Well, let's put Peyton Manning on TV, but in a way he's comfortable with. He doesn't. He's not traveling, right? He's in some studio that I'm sure is either in his house or near his house. That's why Eli's in a different one, right? Right, right. Because they're, they're staying wherever they live to do this. And as long as you can get him on TV, I'm sure that was the idea is let's, let's make that a good thing. Let's have him on there. I think eventually, if you want this thing to grow, it probably needs to be the primary broadcast. But why does it need to grow, though? Well, it doesn't. Like, I'm why, just why saying, look if at, that's well, the, the goal, the, the is Pixies to make it. The didn't have any number one hits, so no one cares about them. <laughs> right. That's It's an alternative to the main broadcast. Trust me. I enjoy watching it because I sometimes enjoy those conversations that are happening around the game while I'm still keeping an eye on it, right? But I just, yeah, I don't think it'll ever surpass what a regular football broadcast is doing. Bone of Education is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find a crash on East Broad Street at Maplewood Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here as they try to get things cleaned up. You're also going to find some slowdowns on 670 Westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments on flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Hey, Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Bone of Education is coming up in mere moments. Would you rather, at 534, send in your would you rather tweets. Uh, sad news. What's the sad news? Uh, Hillary Duff, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, you know her. You love her. She revealed not too long ago that they they were bringing Lizzie McGuire back. Okay, for uh, Disney Channel coming. Back. I don't know who wanted it, but someone wants it. People wanted it. Mike. People wanted it. Well, now she says it's been scrapped. Oh no, it's been scrapped because it was too racy for Disney. Too racy. Too racy. What? Yeah, yeah sure. Well, are we trying to make here, Hillary Duff? What are well, you doing? That's what I mean. It's like I don't know what was going on, but <laughs> Lizzie McGuire was—I don't know. What is this like? Lizzie McGuire has grown up; she's an adult, and then it's like, what is her occupation? OnlyFans? Like, what are we talking about? What's happening here? Maybe, yeah. Don't pitch that, Hillary Duff. There's other jobs you can do than that. Jeez. Yeah, but they want to make it real. I would assume the idea is she's a grown she's grown now and then she has well, here. like a kid or something. She reveals I haven't read this, okay. but apparently she revealed the plot. Okay. Okay. Uh she said it's not dead and it's not alive about the revival of the beloved <laughs> Disney Channel series. Well, I don't it's a zombie? What is that? Yeah, that's really what it is. She's got a zombie show going on. Um she says, my character was moving back home with her parents because she caught her soon-to-be fiancé cheating on her. Okay. And she was falling flat on her face at the moment and being like, I need to pivot everything because what I thought wasn't, and I'm turning 30, mm. what the F? Okay. okay. So did she pitch it that way? Because I could totally see how everyone would pass on. Yeah. So like she moved back and what all and then what the F like? Yes, that would not be a show I would want to watch. Um, when asked if she ever considered leaking the revival episodes herself, Duff admitted that it, it certainly crossed her mind. So she's already sh- they've already I guess shot, they these. shot it. Yeah. Wow. I guess they shot it. So how do you get that far down the road where they're like, oh, wait, never mind. This premise is too racy for Disney. Wouldn't you have seen a script? Wouldn't you have seen... Well, you know, networks networks make stuff all the time, right? They make stuff and say, we don't know if we like this until we see it. Then they make it. You make like a pilot episode, typically, that is shopped well, so to yeah, networks. Sometimes then. they'll make a couple episodes. I don't okay. know. 
Who knows? Weird. Then she went That's on OnlyFans and <laughs> massaged members with her feet. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know how it's... Disney has, like, The Simpsons on Disney Plus. Like, you can you go do? watch... Yeah, they own the rights to all that now. So when they bought Fox, and you go on Disney Plus, and it, The Simpsons is right next to whatever other shows you want to watch on there, Bluey or Name Your Thing. Okay. Loud House, Bluey, and Simpsons. That's what we're watching. Are you big on the Bluey? Actually, Loud House is... Bluey's number one in our house. Bluey's... Oh, we... What a great show. I, first of all, they're all eight minutes long. Yes. Excellent right, idea. Each episode, eight minutes. My kind of show. Yep. But if, they also don't those, ignore the adults in the audience. They give you some nice adult humor. They, they very much do. Bluey, for those who don't know, is a show produced by the BBC, but I think it's the it's wing Australian. that's in Australia and New Zealand, and it is about a family of blue tick hounds... No, that's not the dog. No, blue healer. That's what they are. They're blue healers. Anyway, they're little, they're Australian dogs and they are a family and they live in a normal house and they have family adventures, but they're dogs. Anyway, it's a good show. We love it. Okay. <laughs> I will do a, I will do a bone of education on Bluey if you so recommend. You know, uh, you know, my daughter's birthday is next month mm-hmm. and our gal angela who makes the wonderful oh, cake she doing is making us a bluey cake that is a great year. call save that recipe angela because we may be calling you as well bone of education what good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things here i've redorculated open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for bone of education all right bone to be clear, the bluey cake would be for my birthday. I just want to say that. That's fine. We love Why bluey. can't adults like it? I do. Um, today, Bone of Education, we are learning about a legend who, unfortunately, I did not know enough about until recently, until just a few years ago. I sure, I'm sure there are lots of people who follow sports who did not know Willie O'Ree as well as we should. First, some news about Willie O'Ree. The Willie O'Ree Congressional Gold Medal Act passed 426 to nothing just yesterday. In the Senate, uh, the bill was introduced by Democratic Senator Debbie Stabenow of Michigan and Republican Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. It unanimously passed in the Senate in July, and then it was reintroduced, I guess, because of some procedural thing to be passed again. Anyway, it's now going to the president's desk. He'll sign it. This vote will award O'Ree the nation's highest civilian award that Congress can bestow. It recognizes his contributions and commitment to hockey, inclusion, and recreational opportunity. This comes one day after the Boston Bruins retired O'Ree's number 22. So who is Willie O'Ree? Well, he's born October 15, 1935 in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada, son of a city civil engineer and member of one of the only of only two black families in that city at the time. He was one of 13 children, including two twins who sadly died in infancy. Uh, but he began skating at the age of three, joined a hockey league when he was five. He said this, every chance I had, I was on the ice. I even skated to school. My dad would squirt the garden hose on the backyard, and we had an instant rink. I loved the feel of the wind rushing by as I flew along the ice. So he developed a love for hockey at a very early age. I hate the word squirt. I put it in there specifically for you I know because you it was a quote. I hate that. He also said the speed I could reach on my skates when I was stick handling with the puck was like defying gravity. And I just, I like the way he describes playing hockey because I've got to imagine there have been many kids who have felt a similar way about the power you get when you're able to just really put it all together on the ice. He then was asked about racism that he experienced as a child being a, a 
young black child in Canada playing hockey. He said he didn't really see that. Didn't see racism when he grew up. He said the fact that I was black never came up when we played as kids. You could have been purple with a green stripe down the middle of your forehead and it wouldn't have mattered. It was only later when I became older that I learned what color barrier meant. So he went on to play for the Quebec Frontenacs of the Quebec Junior Hockey League 1954-1955. He scored 27 goals, 17 assists. So that's 44 points in 43 games. He was acquired by the Quebec Aces of the Quebec Hockey League which is a prestigious and competitive league in that era, continued to pro- progress as he helped them to win a championship. Midway through the season at Quebec, O'Ree was called up to the Boston Bruins, the National Hockey League, to replace an injured player. He made his NHL debut January 18, 1958, against the Canadiens, becoming the first black player in the league's history. Now, remember, this is at a time where there were only six clubs in the NHL, the original six. The publicity, though, did not really match the accomplishment because there really wasn't a lot of fanfare about it. The Bruins, Boston and Montreal Press, and the national media didn't really say much about the fact that he was the first black man to play in the NHL. Uh, He played another game against Montreal and Boston, then returned to Quebec, wouldn't get caught up to the NHL again for another three years. It was in a game against Montreal on January 1st, 1961. He collected a pass and shot a low... Uh, Rister passed goalie Charlie Hodge for the first NHL goal ever scored by a black player. So he has that milestone as well. He said, I will never forget how my teammates in the Bruins locker room accepted me as one of their own. This was a time when some of the fans and opposing players were not ready to see a black man in the NHL. But he said the Boston players accepted him and welcomed him in. He then went on, and this is this is the part of his story, which that alone should get a movie made about it, right? But consider that he did all of this while being blind in one eye during a junior league game in the 55-56 season. He had a puck hit him in the eye. The And of course, no one had face masks back then, obviously. Most people didn't even wear helmets back then. Yeah, The injury required an operation. He said the doctor came in after the surgery and said, Mr. O'Ree, I'm sorry to inform you the impact of the puck completely shattered the retina in your right eye. You're going to be blind and never play hockey again. He said, I was a left-hand shot playing left wing, so to compensate, I had to turn my head all the way around to the right to pick up the puck with my left eye because I couldn't see out of my right eye. You know, the 21 years I played professional, I played with one eye. He went on to say he didn't tell coaches or teams about his eyesight, relying on his skills to keep him on rosters. He was known for his speed and ability to score, and the fortunate thing for him was no one gave him an eye exam at any point. Uh, as he was trying to play. It was a little bit different back then. Sure. I'm quite sure today they would. Yeah, well, Bruins teammate Doug Moans said, I remember Willie and I were alone in the dressing room sitting in front of our lockers, which were separated by about 30 feet. I said something to Willie, and he had an odd look on his face as he started walking towards me. He got about 15 feet away and said, Oh, Moansy, it's you. I asked him if he had trouble seeing me from further away, and he said he had a little eye problem and asked me not to say anything. Doug Moans said, I never told my best friend while Willie was still playing, that he had this issue. So he kept that to himself Hmm. to try to allow him to play. Um, He unfortunately didn't play much in hockey, or didn't play much in the NHL after that, but did play a long time. Western Hockey League, he played throughout the 60s and 70s, scoring tons of goals, and he actually had a coach that moved him from the left side to the right side, and then his game opened up because he was on a better side for his face because he had a better eye on that side. Uh, And then as it worked out, He actually was just working in a hotel in San Diego when the NHL came to him in 98 and said, hey, um, turns out you did a lot of big things in the NHL and we haven't really properly honored that. 
So they brought him in. He is now the director of youth development and a hockey ambassador for NHL diversity. He, in 2009, received the Order of Canada, which is the highest award they can give to a Canadian citizen. He was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in November of 2018. Uh, and now the NHL has the Willie O'Ree Community Hero Award to honor an individual who's worked to make a positive impact on their community. So Very good. Willie O'Ree should be known, is known. I actually, interestingly enough, got to meet Willie O'Ree once at our bar. He was in town doing some Look at you, you know, very good things. And I hate to say it, when I was introduced... I said, I think I've heard this name. And they said, yes, he's the first black player in NHL history. I said, that's what I thought. But I had no context, anything beyond that. But he was a super nice man. And I'm sure if you met him today, it would be the same thing. Seemed very down to earth and very genuine. How much money can you make on a 32 cent investment? We'll tell you coming up next. This is business advice with Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on I-71 northbound before Hudson Street. It is blocking the two left lanes. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 670. This is an injury crash with emergency crews on scene. Please be very careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. They have an expert staff to help with low T. What's low T? It's low testosterone. There are many side effects of low T. Low energy, sleep is off, libido is down, depression. If you suffer from these things, you should get checked for low T. And if you're like most men, testosterone will increase your energy, better sleep patterns, better gains in workouts, and increased libido. Yes! Mm. Go on in, get a medical consult and blood work if medically advised, you start on T that day in the office. That quick, Bone. That's very quick. I'm trying to think of something clever to say. I have nothing today. So let's just skip to the phone number. <laughs> right, 614-300-7400 or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. By the way, Mike, I saw something that I'm sure will get you all excited to go back to the movie theater because I know you love to go to the movie theater. Never going to happen. Yeah. Um <laughs> Nothing, this is not going to get anyone excited to go to the movie theater necessarily with the detail of this, but the movie is the Batman. This is Robert Pattinson's turn as the Cape Crusader. Okay. Right? So he is going to be playing Batman. This is uh, Matt Reeves' film. Anyway, a lot of speculation on it seems very dark and gritty, and what's this movie going to be? The runtime has been announced. Coming in at a very brisk two hours and 47 minutes the for the here. new Batman. I don't understand any of this. Three, 
Why does it look, man? I know you go see all these superhero movies, but I don't know why every single movie has to be like Ben Hur. Why do you have to have an opus? Well, for example, Avengers Endgame is one of the only superhero movies to come in longer than this. It was 181 minutes, so that is over three hours, just barely. But that, if you followed the Avengers timeline, that encompassed a bunch of storylines from, I want to say, 22 different films. Endgame was wrapping 22 different Marvel movies in some way, shape, or form into a narrative, and then at the end of it, they made a two-part Avengers movie, right? And this was the second piece. They wanted to get it right. And even then, at three hours, it was kind of a lot to try to fit in there. This Batman movie is like the first of a new interpretation of what Batman this is a new story, right? This isn't like it's the third one in a trilogy of Batman movies. They're they're starting at three hours. So what is their final arc to this going to look like? I have no idea. Well, look, man, I, I know you want to make a good movie. Anybody who makes a movie wants to make the best movie possible. But I understand why we, you know, it takes forever to make movies like Lincoln, right? Because you want to get that material correct. Yeah. It's fairly historical significant. You want to make sure you're telling that story properly. This is there's 19 million Batman's now. Sure. Well, what I, the hell yeah. are we doing? Because it's a different way to tell the story. All right. By the way, the last movie that I went to see, Julie and Julia, <laughs> what back a way. from 2009. What a way to end your movie run. That was the last movie that was in the state of Florida. I was on vacation. We went to the movies. And that was the movie that I walked out on. That was the movie where the woman with the wig sat right next to me, took off her wig to reveal some meat snacks. <laughs> Theater was completely empty. And she sat right next completely to Completely empty. We were the only two there. She comes up with a shopping cart and oh, no, like, sits right like next to me. one of those little metal walker things that you push to walk behind. It has a little basket on yes, it. Yes, right? okay. that's right. Yeah, sat right next to me, took her wig off to reveal reveal meat snacks. <laughs> I said, let's get the hell out of here. And that was the last time I was in a movie theater. 2009. But you've also said many a time that you don't have the patience to watch like a one hour television show now. No, I'm done with movies. Right. So a two hour 47 Batman movie is not going to no. get it done for you. No, I won't watch shows now. I know. It's too much of a commitment. What if I told I you there, at, at some point in the two hours and 47 minutes, there is graphic sex and or nudity? No. See, back in the day, that would have gotten me because it was difficult to get those things. Mm. Now I take out the porn pad. I see. 30 seconds later, I got all the graphic sex I want. By the way, that I don't know. I don't think there is any of that in this movie. I'm just, I mean, maybe there is. Who knows? I guess you have to find Batman out. Batman reveals his bat dong. Yeah, that's Bruce not Wayne. He did not have bat dong on the uh, utility belt in all the cartoons I watched growing up. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we teased. 32 cents can win you $14,000. Yeah, this is a pretty incredible story in the world of gambling. So this this appears to have happened on FanDuel. A better made a 32 cent bet. And the bet is a parlay. For those who don't know what a parlay is, it's where you take a bunch of different outcomes, 
you know, string them together. They all have to come out the way you bet them. Not If you miss one of them, the whole bet is a loss. Okay? So you don't get credit for getting 9 out of 10. You got to get 10 out of 10 if that's how many parlay bets you do. So this guy bet a parlay of first basket bets. What that means is in in the NBA, you can bet on everything from how many points is a team going to score to how many points is an individual going to score. Are they going to have an over or under of a number of rebounds? Right. In, in this case, it was who scores the first basket of yes. this particular game. So what they, they, yes. So you can do that for every game. And then, of course, there's 10 guys that have a likelihood of doing that, right? So he picked out of a bunch of games... Uh, the following players, Jacob or Jakob Pertle. Oh, Jakob Pertle from the San Antonio Spurs. Of course, my to guy. Score, to score the first bucket against the Thunder, that was plus 750. Kristaps Porzingis to score the first bucket for the Mavs, taken on the Raptors, that was plus 500. Rudy Gobert for the Jazz to score the first bucket for their game against the Rockets. Rashawn Holmes, center for the Kings, their first bucket in the game versus the Pistons. Nikola Jokic for the Nuggets, first basket against the Clippers. And then this guy, LeBron James, scoring the first bucket against the Pacers for the Lakers. Now, all those bets combine to odds that are staggering and ridiculous. But he apparently hit on, how many did I say? Six different first buckets? Which again, one out of ten odds of the players that are going to be on the court and if he didn't fully know who was starting in every one of these games, that could be even more difficult. But one out of ten, and then there's six different one out of tens. So keep going with that extrapolation. Hit on all of them. The thirty-two second, the thirty-two cent bet won him fourteen thousand four hundred and thirty-two dollars and sixty-two cents. And I go on Twitter after I see this post, and the one of the first comments under is like, "Man, imagine if you bet a dollar." <laughs> yeah. yeah, imagine if you bet ten. Or 50. Yeah, of course, but he he bet 32 cents because this is an improbable, ridiculous thing to bet. And he probably had like 10 He's of these probably done different this, parlays going. He might have done this every night of the NBA season for, you know, 30 cents. Just pick one of those and do it. It's, it's like playing the lottery, honestly. The luck that you have to have to hit something like that is pretty astronomical, but he did. So he made 14 grand. Let him live. Good for him. Or her. Whoever it was. Look at you. Well, I don't know you who. I don't know who's pig. Just I don't know assuming, who bet. assuming it's a dude. I don't know who bet. Uh, Jim Nance, Teddy's guy, is going to be doing two things at once. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for. You'll find a crash blocking the two left lanes of I-71 northbound before Hudson Street. There are emergency crews on scene in this area. This is an injury crash. Traffic is stop and go from 670. Please be very careful and keep an eye out for the people on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot 
and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up one hour from now. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Jim Nance. He wants to do golf and football at the same time. Uh, the PGA Tour Farmers Insurance Open will be held Wednesday to Saturday next week at Torrey Pines. Um, so that because they don't want the conference title games from the NFL to get in the way of all the golf. Sure, that's why it's Wednesday to Saturday. This has created an interesting situation for CBS star Jim Nance. Like so many of us who work remotely, Nance will do so as well. Jim Nance announced next week, the week of the AFC Championship game, we'll debut our season coverage of the PGA Tour. I'm going to call Friday and Saturday night's action from the stadium wherever the AFC Championship game is being held. That is that is very interesting. I wonder why, like, A, he can't just be at the place where, the why he can't be at Torrey Pines and then fly to wherever... I guess there's pre-show meetings you have to do for the AFC yeah, title. Who, who, who's, isn't that Herbie? No, well... Herbie the, can do it. Right, but the other question I have is, is there a reason why Jim Nance can't just not do the golf? Like, I'm sure this... What is it? The Farmers Insurance Open? Is that what you said? Yes. Farmers Only Open? Anyway, um, if if the Farmers Only Open needs someone to call it, Ted, they have someone else who calls these yes. golf events eventually, Nance right? does all the, the big-time events. There's a few on the tour each year that aren't as you know prime events that um, Nance doesn't do, and they have Bill McAtee fill in, and he does a fantastic I'm, job. I'm, telling I, you I'm a fan of his. I'm telling you what this is. What do you think And you is? would think, I can't believe these guys would be so petty, but... Jim Nance is probably doing this because he sees Mike Tirico doing this for the Olympics and the Super Bowl. So he's going to say, well, I'm not, I'm better than him. Yeah, but Mike Tirico is actually, I mean, I'm, I think it's stupid they're doing this, but he's actually flying across the international dateline to make this happen. Nance is like, I don't want to fly from Mountain Zone to Western Time Zone. Like, I don't understand why Pacific, whatever time zone we live in. I don't know why, I don't know why he wouldn't want to just go do that. Because he's the best. Yeah, in, in his own mind, right. in his well, own he mind, is, he is one of the best. That's to ever fine. Do it. He That's is fair. one. Is, will he be one of the best though when he's doing golf from a football stadium, removed from the action? That yeah, I don't think so. That's I, stupid to me. You know, I asked because I, you know, I don't know that side of this business that well. I don't do it. I was talking with Paul Keels back in the office and and brought up. I said, "Can you think of any other reason other than just he wants to do it? Why he might have to?" And Paul brought up the point that sometimes. Not doesn't know if in this situation. Sometimes some guys do have it in their contract that like we need you on X amount of dates, or maybe they have written in I require to be on X amount of dates for golf, for football, for whatever. And so maybe because this doesn't seem to me, Ted, I'm not as big of a golf fan as uh, well. I'm not anywhere close as you are, but I wouldn't think this 
requires like such his presence, right? Couldn't like you said they have someone else who's really good. Yeah, he could easily just miss this, I'm sure. But like you said, maybe there's something in the contract, or maybe it's just him. Like, hey, you know, I can do this. We've done this during the pandemic. We can just pull it off this way. You know. Yeah, I just. Okay. I I mean, I know he's Jim Nance, but I would think someone at CBS would say, <laughs> "We, with all due respect, yeah." We just want to serve. Uh, wouldn't he seem like the type of guy who would understand? We want to do right by the product. We want to do right by the golf. I would PGA think so, would yeah. like someone there. You get that. You would want that if you were running the PGA. I'm sure he would feel that way. Anyway, the, it's, it seems weird to me. The state of New York has popped a sports betting number. New York opened up online sports betting on January 8th. So they got the data in from their first weekend of gambling action. Okay. All right. State of New York. They handled $150 million in their first weekend is across that, DraftKings, FanDuel, Rush Street, Interactive, and Caesars Sportsbook. Is that a lot? $150 million for two days? More than 650,000 player accounts contributed to the first weekend's activities as of January 18th. Uh, GeoComply says 1.2 million accounts have been created from 878,000 unique users. Of those, nearly 88% are reportedly new to regulated betting. Of course. Yes, there's going to be a lot of people who jump in and say, well, now that it's legal and it's on my phone or it's at a very accessible location for me, yes, I'm going to place a bet legally. And then it's, it's all out there. If you win 50 grand... Uncle Sam's going to take his piece. The state of New York's going to take their piece. But at least you know then that's it and the rest is yours. Now, a lot of people thought, because New Jersey does the most sports betting in the country, even more than Nevada. All right. But a lot of people thought, well, New Jersey's doing these big numbers because the state of New York doesn't have legalized sports betting. Once they do, those New Jersey numbers will go down. And maybe they will. But so far of New York's activity... Just 9.3% came from previous New Jersey bettors. That's that's pretty impressive, right? That's gonna That seems to indicate, after a very small sample size, that there's just a lot of people that were sitting in New York who said, I don't care to drive to New Jersey or elsewhere, Pennsylvania, to do it, but I'll do it once it's in my state. What's the latest on the state of Ohio? I know they, they approved it. I have not we haven't anything, gotten any further I've details on it. I've not heard anything more other than the last thing we heard was... That, you know, everyone wants to get their plan together and they, I think you have to, if I'm, I could be mistaken, I think there's an application process that all these entities that want to do it have to go through. Now I'm guessing the, you know, the big players have already done this, but don't forget the carve out in this bill, if I'm, if I'm not wrong, was that the sports teams can do this too. Like the, the Browns, for example, can be one of these operators so they are going to have to find some i I assume the crew just signed up with somebody didn't they they did yes they signed up with an app i forget the name of it but they're they're, these all of these companies will have to find someone to work with to help them facilitate their version of this if they want to have a branded app or they want to have some kind of branded betting so once all that's done that'll be another hurdle that's overcome i'm guessing that's got to be in the next few months they're not going to this cannot take another year. I know they said the latest is the 1st of 2023, January 1st, 2023, but please don't miss out on millions and millions in gambling revenues you could get by this. I'm asking you to let me give you more of my tax dollars. I don't understand how this is anything other than a good thing. 
Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians has been fined $50,000 by the NFL for swiping his hand at safety Andrew Adams' helmet during the wildcard game against Philadelphia on Sunday. Arians was attempting to move Adams, who was trying to pull a player out of a pile after a muff punt, which would have drawn a penalty. He can be seen slapping Adams' helmet hard with an open hand, then elbowing him. Uh, Bruce Arians said, I'll appeal it. It ain't got nothing to do with the game, so we're good. His upcoming game, he means. Mm, right. Uh, Arians was asked Monday whether he regretted, regretted making physical contact with the player. No. I've seen enough dumb. You can't pull guys out of a pile. We just got a big play, great field position, and he's trying to pull a guy out of a pile. I was trying to knock him off so we didn't get the penalty. Okay. Um I mean, I, don't, I know some people won't care about this. Has anybody talked to the player to say, how did you feel about how that all went? I'm, I'm sure they have. I haven't seen any quotes from him. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he hadn't been made available. Right. I just, I, I, I understand his point. We're trying to win this football game. Don't do something that could cost us that. But as a coach, maybe there's better ways to get your point across there than prob- smacking someone. There probably is. I was surprised. Yeah, you know, I saw it live. And at the time... You know, I didn't know if he was, you know, because sometimes somebody does a good job and you're slapping him on the helmet. Yeah, right. You know, because that's just the mentality. I I couldn't tell if it was that or if it was this. He's trying to get him off the pile so he doesn't get a 15-yard penalty. But I'm just surprised, and I guess I shouldn't be, because Bruce Arians always sort of goes by his own drum, that you wouldn't just take the 50000 you were caught on camera, looks kind of stupid. Not saying you didn't have a justifiable reason for doing what you were doing. I understand you don't want your guy to get a penalty and hurt the team. I get it. But perhaps you just take the fine and say, you know, my emotions got the best of me. You're right. That wasn't the best way to handle it. Whether you think it was right or wrong. Yeah, just, just so yeah. you don't have to answer any more of these questions as you get ready for the, your game this weekend and, and move on. But Bruce Arian says, no, I'm appealing. Here's why I did it. You're all stupid. The end. There are some people who are just so deathly afraid of I don't know, bowing down to the media pressure or whatever you want to call it, where they're like, no, I'm not just going to say I'm sorry and move on because I'm not sorry. All right, man, if you're not sorry, that's fine. But to me, I would rather not have the headache. I would, number well, that's, one, that's where I would go. Just I would pick your battles. I would probably not also slap one of my players in the head. I know he's got a helmet on. I know he's used to getting hit all the time. I still don't think that's a great thing as a coach, whether it's, you know, trying to help your team win or not, I think that's just a... It just doesn't look good. It's not a good thing to do. But that's between him and the player as far as how their relationship goes. He knows his players. I don't. But as far as how now it's become a controversy, wouldn't you want to just stamp that out and yes. say, like, yeah, it's nothing? Uh, the Super Bowl has already sold out of ad time, and Antonio Brown says there's nothing wrong with him. Leave him alone. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from I-70 eastbound before US-33. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow in that area. And an accident in the clearing stages on I-71 northbound before Hudson Street. It has been moved to the right side, but please be careful. Traffic is still slow from 670. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling can i tell you a secret one of my joys in life is a good clean out 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Would you rather... Coming up at 534, send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Antonio Brown is on a new episode of the I Am Athlete podcast, and he doesn't like that we're talking about his mental health. Why every time something happens bad or how someone reacts, oh, he's crazy, there's something wrong with his mental health. There's nothing wrong with my mental health. Someone told me to get the F out of here. I'm not passive-aggressive. An NFL Super Bowl team coach told a guy on the team who's playing hurt, get the F out of here. Um, let's try and be delicate on this. Maybe there is nothing wrong with Antonio Brown. Okay? Maybe the answer is he doesn't have problems with his mental health. Maybe he's just a reactionary, jerky guy. However, and I'm not even talking about this instance. There is a pattern of behavior that exists with Antonio Brown. There are some people in this world that struggle with mental health, but they don't know that because they struggle with mental health. Sure. I have seen quite a few people that I am close with that I know because I've been very outspoken on this topic. I struggle with mental health. There are others in my friend circle that also do, and it's, you know, not pleasant when they're in one of their episodes. Yeah. They seek help, either because they seek it themselves or a family member says, you need this, and they begrudgingly listen to that family member. They take medicine. They feel better. They go to therapy. They feel better. It's something you deal with on a daily basis. It never really goes away. But then they have a stretch of a couple weeks where they say, I feel great. I don't need this medicine anymore. I don't need to talk to this person anymore. And then what happens? The downward spiral continues again because they're not qualified to make that decision. They're not self-aware enough or able physically, whether you're self-aware or not, sometimes just has a hold of you and you're not able to make that decision. I'm not saying that's where Antonio Brown is. I'm saying that is real, though. That uh, happens. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been... that. That is... I'm not talking about just every type of mental health issue you can have, but there are some issues, you know, if someone is certifiably needs to be put in an institution, that person may not even be aware that what they are doing, you know, there's been criminal defense built around. This person is not aware of right and wrong. I'm not saying that's where Antonio Brown is. That's, no, no. But, but the point is the, the definition of, well, I know I'm not having a problem. So there you go. That's the end of it. It's all fixed. That doesn't mean there's not an issue. That doesn't mean there's not something going on. But, you know, in his case, he's trying to make the argument that, like, no, I, I'm not having mental health issues. I just I am I just do things kind of on a whim. And there's no rhyme or reason to when or why I have, I'm gonna do I have them. rage issues. 
That's all. Well, but he's he's saying it's not mental health. It's just this is how I am. I think I'm perfectly healthy. This is what I do. Uh, I don't. You're right. I don't think that's really something you, you can judge being as close to it as he is. But regardless, I think he's pretty much done in the NFL because of it. Because we know one thing about the NFL. You can do a lot of things and get your job back. You can't quit your job on the field and no. get your job back. That's one they will not accept. The Super Bowl has already sold out of advertising time. Um, Does that surprise you? Usually it takes a little bit longer than this. But no, looking at the the ratings the way that they have been this season, interest is at an all-time high in the NFL. I guess it shouldn't surprise me. Um, it says, while NBC is holding back some slots to allow advertisers a chance to jump in once the game matchup is determined, the network had no problem hitting its $6 million ask. Wait. Its back half of ads were sold for $6.5 million. Per 30-second Per 30-second spot, spot <laughs> yes. This, this represents a 20% in, increase from last year. Good Lord. That, that. Talk I'm sorry, no, that's wrong. Money. That represents 20% increase from NBC's last game they broadcast in 2018 and a 9% jump from the 5.5 million Fox did that in 2020 and CBS did that last year commanded. So up from last year, significantly up from 2018. You know how every Super Bowl cycle when there's you know some of the commercials that come out and there'll be a company that no one's ever heard of and people say... Who is this company? Why are they doing this? Oh man, these ads, they're getting so weird. They they there there must be something weird about the fact that these companies are showing up in Super Bowl ads and we've never heard of them before. They do not care if this is a big giant company that you've heard of millions and millions of times or if it is a brand new startup that no one has ever heard of. Their checks are all cashing the same way. So it, they it, do care if it's like Adult Friend Finder or something well, like that, that because yes, they, care. they, they have, have turned down that type they've of business. They've turned down a few, but my, my point is, if you watch the Super Bowl and it's all like brand new metaverse companies that you've never heard of, or it's all NFT and Bitcoin people, I'm saying that might indicate to some like, wow, this is really different than it used to be. Yeah, but they're paying more than they ever have. These companies are paying more per ad than they ever have to do it, and yeah, any any in a, anybody trying to get the rights to the NFL, this is one of the major reasons they spend billions to get those NFL contracts is so they can get a Super Bowl every few years and make it all back almost in one one night of television. Yes, and as we know, there's only two types of Super Bowl commercials. The company that says, or the ad agency that says, how emotional can we get? Yes. And how funny can we be? Right. I there's forget. no actual, here's the product, we're going to sell you the product. It's all some sort of breathy social commentary about life or let's throw tennis balls at genitals can i just say we've had two years of pandemic i don't need breathy sappy i don't either buddy i need (laughs) i I need need something that makes me laugh i need some that's what i need on sell an interesting product really well tell me about your interesting product of course car commercials a A lot of car commercials (laughs) maybe hey maybe we'll have a car for you (laughs) i hope so (laughs) <laughs> if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 eastbound before US-33, but plan on some residual slowdowns in that area as traffic continues to clear. And an accident on I-71 northbound before Hudson Street. Still working to get this one clear out of the roadway. Traffic is slow here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Please go to wherever you get your podcasts. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show will come right to your device free of charge. Um... What was I going to say? I don't know. I feel very off today. Do you? Yeah, I don't feel good. But kind of don't feel good. I just feel stupid. Well, I feel that every day. Physically, so. I feel fine. Just my brain is working slowly today. I feel that about you every day. I know that you are stupid. I well, you're, and you're right. <laughs> you should feel it about me. You know, I'm at the age now where I have a million things that bother me, and so the easy explanation i'm sure any respectable doctor would take one look at me and say you know what have you thought about losing some weight Hmm. and that may solve all my problems but instead what i choose to do is go and buy every stupid supplement known to man that's what you're doing yes that i think may solve my issue so like i'm taking these like saffron pills now Oh, yeah, I remember you Tumeric. said that. I'm doing that. Okay. Is that helping? Do you, you're, but you said you feel off. Is it? Do you need a few days of this to really kick well, I'm, in? I'm, I've been taking it for a while now, and actually I think it's making me dumber. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a supplement. What's it going to hurt? And it's probably not, except that I'm paying out the ass for these stupid things. Yeah. I sometimes feel like the amount of money you pay for whatever thing you're trying to do to make yourself feel better helps in some way to make you feel better. Like the fact you say, well, I'm doing something. You know, even if you spend... That doesn't make me feel better. It makes me feel worse. No? The fact take the... But you're doing something. Omega-3 fish oil crap. I do that. These pills are like horse pills. Oh, they're Fish oil ones that I take. Yeah, big pills there you got to take. I do... I wonder because for every one of the supplement things where I've heard people say like supplements, I take supplements, supplements are great. Supplements are the way to go. They do that. Then there's all the other people who are like supplements don't do anything. I'm sure they probably don't, but well, you no, know, I, but I'm saying, I don't know which on any health and either. wellness thing. I don't know. Someone comes out and is like, do crunches every day. Crunches. That's the way to stay healthy. It's a total body workout. It works your core. It works your legs. The next person is like, don't do crunches. Crunch is bad for your back. Don't do those. Those are terrible. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, but I I can probably tell. And again, I'm I I understand my limitations. I'm very stupid. Where I'll take two saffron tablets and I'll, I'll look at Kristen and say these aren't working for me. Maybe it's the entire bag of flaming hot Doritos you're eating right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should cut back on that too. 
maybe half a bag. I take a probiotic. I take a multivitamin. I take a vitamin D. Can I tell you? D or E? I I take one of them. Well, they're both vitamins. I don't know which one you're taking. What's the sunshine one? Vitamin D. Everybody's deficient in D, right? Yeah, yeah. You want some vitamin D. It's all a scam. No, you know what? I years ago when I was in between radio jobs, I was I was work this was I was working at a factory as a temp, which did not go well if you've met me. And then I came back after a few weeks of doing that and was like, I feel really exhausted. And and my doctor like did some blood work and said, Oh yeah, you got a vitamin D deficiency. And I said, Is there any other reason I might be like tired? And he goes, Just starting new jobs? And I said, Yeah, I'm working at a factory. He's like might be that. You ever done factory work? And I said, no. And he's like, that's that's probably why. And then that was it. So I quit temping there. I That was doctor's orders. I just That stopped. was it? I stopped. <laughs> Everybody's got temp. vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. So I, I took some vitamin D stuff for a while, but I realized, no, I'm just a fat ass who didn't move enough. That's really what it was. I take a cholesterol pill. Here, I let take me, a vitamin let me, C. Here's what I would say, Mike. I take a pill to keep my hair from falling out because I, I don't know why I'm so damn vain at this at this point. Yeah, let it, let let it, it go. go. You know, my problem is, though, is that I've been taking these hair pills for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe I should just let them all fall out and I go bald. But I have like a Gorbachev mark on the top of my head. <laughs> oh, do you? Yes. All right. So why? what's wrong with that? I just don't be who you I don't, are. I don't think I'm ready for Gorbachev at this stage. Well, you don't have to be ready for it. It's will everybody else be ready for it? And the answer is never. So just be who you've got to be. Don't worry about everybody else. No one's never, not everyone is going to be ready for that. That's what I would say. But my point is, I'm taking all this crap now, 42 years old. Yeah. What's, what's it going to be when I'm 72 years old? Hey. Just maybe, hooked up to a vitamin IV as I walk around? Yes. Well, hopefully by then we've got something. Have you? <laughs> what no, do we have? Well, have you seen the Pig ice, kidney? I saw this, that there's a thing you can get to monitor your blood. Like, you know, your your glucose and all that stuff. And they do this for, like, diabetics and people like that. But they also have one that's just a health monitor that they say you can do this. And there's an app. Sounds like a bunch of crap. That will monitor all the stuff. But here's what you have. Let me take some more saffron as I just totally discount what you're saying. Well, so I I saw this. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I looked to see what is this product. And it turns out you stick this thing on the back of your arm. There's a needle. It implants into your oh. back of your arm, oh. and then you put a sticker over it. Oh, and then you now you wear it for like two weeks, and it doesn't hurt like hell. Well, uh, they show people doing it on the little ad, and everybody's just like smiling and going like, Ha-ha! and like <laughs> popping it on their arm. And I can tell there's a couple of the actors who are like, Ha-ha! it's great, that's fun. Well, what about when you're like rolling around in bed, sleeping in bed? Yeah, they have the sticker that goes over the whole thing that keeps oh. it attached. They say you can shower in it, you can swim in it, you can do anything you want to in it. Man. And then the app analyzes it for like two weeks and then tells you like, hey, when you ate uh, those pack of cinnamon rolls, blood sugar went crazy, just so you know. Okay. So if you didn't already know that, now you know. And then I, I, I realized I didn't want to poke myself, so I decided not to do that. That sounds terrifying. Right? I know diabetics have no, to do that. No, that's different if it's a medically necessary thing, but it's just opt- optional. Like, I wouldn't optionally just go get a shot for fun. Well, Don't then again, send me messages and tell me Saffron does nothing. I'm sure it does nothing. Stop sending me messages. Here's what, here's what you do, Mike, because I'm, I'm Mr. Health and Fitness. I'll tell you what to do. Okay. Just aim to be healthier. Put the ER on the end of healthy because with an I. Because healthy 
is like I have to eat broccoli and cabbage and beets and can't have any fun, can't eat anything, can't. But healthier just means like fewer flaming hot Doritos. Okay. Right? That's it. Maybe that's, half a bag instead of half a bag. Half a bag is healthier than a whole bag, right? That's I'm going for healthier. Yeah. That's one, what I'm going. One serving. Yeah, right. Okay. Even one and a half serving. Oh, Teddy's coming in. Teddy's like, coming in with serving sizes like 18 now. 18 chips. That's a lot. 18 chips. 18 chips is not a lot. That's tremendous. <laughs> Teddy, it's not a lot. Teddy, I'm trying to help him with just healthier. Get Eddie, out of here, Ted. If you look, what are you losing? What you you continue to lose weight? What are no, you losing I'm, weight I'm maintaining for? weight. I'm not losing weight. I weigh right around 160. So that's look, yeah, how, you're a tall. How tall of a guy are you? Five eleven. One sixty. You're not one sixty. Must be nice. You what? Well, uh, you run? Sm- you're smaller than Teddy. Do you run? You go? Do you go do any? I you, use the treadmill every morning for you know. So it's around three four miles. Walking or running? It's it's I, it's like four just over. About four miles an hour. So, oh, okay. So, what does that mean? Light, so, light jog. Why can't you no, it's not a jog. Why can't you just, it's a fast, are you walking or running? <laughs> it, well, it's it's, it's more a fast walk. walk. It's, it's a more, fast walk. It's, yeah, it's a fast walk. Okay, yeah. it's a brisk, it's, a brisk. Yeah. Okay, stroll. so say yeah. I'm walking. Yeah. yeah. What are you You're, like? I'm trial. I, I just try to be precise. Teddy doesn't want us to know he's actually trained to be a competitive walker for the next Olympics. <laughs> That's, That's right. He's yeah. doing the little hip thing. That's right. Got his knee under his hip. You're just poop. Yep. You're pooping yeah, right pooping there. Whenever you have to. That's right. pooping all over yourself. <laughs> Four miles, though. How many miles? Or no, you say that's four miles per hour. How many miles do you do? Well, I, I do usually between you know 45 minutes to an hour. Oh so, my gosh. so So Look usually three to four miles you know, a day. Look, why are we trying to figure it out? This guy know. here is like, oh, man, eat 18 chips, walk four miles, call it a day. Take any supplements, Teddy? No, no. Not a I, damn supplement. You know, his body going right Teddy, now. Teddy, you know what? You have the dry eyes like I do, right? Yeah. You should take these omega-3s. Well, I... Because it's helped my dry eyes. I had to take some supplements when I had my uh, surgery. I had to take those... There's like four pills twice a... You know, or tw- two pills Are twice a day. Or were they medicine? They were, I think they were supplements. Yeah, they're supplement pills. That way to help avoid your eyes being dry. Why'd oh. you stop? You still put no. drops in your eyes, though. Well, no, they just gave me like a bottle of them, and you took them for I think it's like a month supply of them. And when and you're then done you're like, with oh, them, I feel great. I'm never no, taking these. No, again. you just they just want you to you know. So post surgery, you use these for like a month. Okay, yeah. Then you're done. This is when you had your glass eye put in. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you got it at the Sandy Duncan store for glass eyes. What were you telling me that she? That's a it's myth. Not, it's not. It is a myth. Why? She does not have a. Well, what do you mean? I think. Why? I think it is. I think she only has one no, eye. No, I think we've it, gone through this. She, in had, bones she through, had some surgery, yeah. but it didn't result in her having yeah. a glass eye. Oh, all right. That's what it was. Mike Zimmer's got a glass eye. No, <laughs> it just falls out a lot. <laughs> you have to push it's it back. Still in. attached, but it does not. Yeah, that it's is still the a, most disgusting thing in the eye. world. That his eye falls out occasionally. Yes. Yeah. Well. What do you think he wants it to? No, I know that. All right. I mean, your dad's eyes shooting yeah, out juices squirt, everywhere, squirting. Yeah, it's gleeking everywhere. Don't say that. I know. I don't like you don't like the word. You said the word squirt, and then you don't oh, like squirt. I have to go over there tomorrow night for dinner. Mm-hmm. My, it's tomorrow's my birthday, by the way. Yeah, I'm. I'm aware. Mom, mom wants to cook me, and I don't say that because I want congratulations. Shut the hell up! But I'm trying to explain why I'm going over there for dinner I didn't, tomorrow. But did I say anything? Other than I said, yeah, I know. So mom wants to make me dinner. Yeah. And I, uh, like, it's going to be fine. The food's always fine. 
but I'm just, I know that there's some eye juice on the food. Well, maybe it was pre-cooking, and now it's baked in. All the bad was cooked. It's sterilized. I know at some point, my father is going to squirt eye juice onto this food. (laughs) Why don't you buy him for, when's his birthday? What month? March. Okay. It's coming up soon. Yeah. Why don't you go get him a set of goggles and say, Dad, this is for you. Really, it's for us, but it's also for you. I got a better idea. Just not see him? How about I how about I give them both a one way ticket to the home? They can squirt I, I I squirt all they want. Once a year I'll go visit them. I'll wear goggles. You could you know, I mean, I understand they're wanting to cook you dinner, but couldn't you just say, Hey, uh, can I have mine at a separate table? Can I just how about I have mine here? at a separate house? <laughs> just put the dinner on the porch and leave. <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, Should we do the rundown? No. Okay. Want to play the sounder at least? All right. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Very good. Well done. It's not sponsored. I mean, we didn't have to do that. I agree. But you played it, so now the rundown happened. Continuing our streak of days with a rundown. Rob Manfred actually did something smart. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Morse Road east of Steltzer Road. This accident is causing some backups in that area. Injuries are involved as well. Please be very careful as things begin to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Dare. Dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. Tonight on The Fan, it is the Jackets. They're in Philly for the Flyers. Coverage starts at 6.30. Uh, Voracek is off the COVID list, so he will play against his former team tonight. And, of course, Cam Atkinson will be out there for the Flyers against the Blue Jackets tonight. First time to see him in an opposing uniform. There you go. Stetson Bennett says he's returning to Georgia for one more year. Of course, they... Won the national championship. Let him live. And the crew have signed someone named Milos. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about this guy. The uh, former Red Star Belgrade defender, Milos. I'm going to say... Milos, right? Milos Dejnik. Another game for Milos! Yeah. So uh, I, I looked this guy up. Mike is full disclosure. Milos Dejnik did not immediately register. Ah, yes, I know who he is and where he plays. 
He is a 27-year-old center back, so a defender, who recently was playing for Red Star Belgrade. They're a Serbian club, and they have been in the Champions League, like the the Champions League that is in Europe, not the CONCACAF Champions League here, like the, the big deal one. And if you go look on his Twitter page, he has posted photos from him playing in these games. And he has clearly a sense of humor about it or, or, or something to that effect because he tweets out pictures and says, just a fun memory from playing soccer. And it's him with some of the biggest stars in world soccer. Kylian Mbappe, Robert Lewandowski, Mohamed Salah. Like all these guys that are in Champions League, they're in the Premier League, they're in other leagues, and they're just out of their mind good. And then he's running stride for stride with them. A couple years ago, this team, Red Star Belgrade, stopped Liverpool in the Champions League, shut them out two to nothing. And he was a big reason why. He was one of the defenders who played 90 minutes in that game. They're getting this guy to come to the crew. And I think it's also interesting because he plays for Australia. He is of Serbian descent, but his family moved to Australia. So I heard a couple videos of this guy talking. Picture like Serbian Eastern Bloc accent. And then picture Gadai, mate, like that accent as combination. well. He, it's it's a it's a great. He sounds like a great interview, but he is trying to play for the Australian national team in the World Cup. So that guy trying to make it to the World Cup later this year, all these national teams are going to be looking at how you're playing, if you're playing, mm-hmm. and then what competition you're playing against. He felt like coming to MLS and playing for the crew would help him. I'm assuming, play for the Australian national team. All right. Well, so glad, let him live. I'm glad he's here. Another game for Milos! That's, uh, that's going to be some big help on defense now. we got to see what the rest of this team looks like when it comes to scoring goals. That is the thing they have to do better this year. Rob Manfred is the dumb commissioner of Major League Baseball. Of course, Major League Baseball embroiled in a lockout at the moment. Uh, one thing that was done properly today by Major League Baseball, and I can't believe this wasn't shut down instantly when it was floated. Who's the owner of the Tampa Bay Rays? David Steinberg, is that right? Uh, it, uh let me double check. I'll, I'll look at Stuart Steinberg. Stuart, is that right? David, Stuart Steinberg. Who cares? Another game for Milos. He owns the Tampa Bay Rays, and the idea was floated of doing halfsies, half of the games in St. Pete. Half of the games in Montreal, and that would save the franchise. And when I first heard that, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. If I'm a baseball fan in Montreal, pining for the day that my team comes back to me, or a team comes to me, and I can have a baseball team again, that's not what I want to hear. I would rather have no team than half a team. All right? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat as you. That's When I first heard it, I thought it was ludicrous. Major League Baseball has said today, yeah, that's not going to work after all. So we're not going to do that. Go of course, figure. Tampa Bay Rays very upset about this. What was the quote? Well, so Stuart, uh, Stuart Sternberg Stuart is the Sternberg, guy's name. I, I would, David Steinberg is what I said. I don't yeah, know what I said. Okay. He said, partial seasons, meaning a team splitting their season up into two different cities, are going to be the wave of the future in professional sports. He then said that the sister city uh, plans partial season plans MLB Major League Baseball wasn't prepared to go first but that this is going to be what happens all right my question is based on what I don't know what research do you have that single cities cannot support a professional sports team no 
there are some professional sports teams that just don't work in the market they're in for a variety of reasons. But show me, show me the evidence that splitting between two cities is the way of the future. That's stupid. This man, I'll tell you, this Stu Sternberg is very much a not likable figure when it comes to sports ownership. Because then after that, he said, well, we'll see how the stands look this year. Talking about the Tampa fans. The, this, I Look, man, here's here's what I don't like. I don't like it when you try to move a team out of a city. Obviously, you know how I feel about Save the Crew and all that. But if he is saying, no, it just financially, from a business sense, we can't get a new stadium built here. It doesn't work. None of it works. We don't even want it. We can't. We've tried every avenue and we've exhausted it. We can't get a stadium built here. So build it yourself. You're a billionaire. Build it yourself. And yeah, yourself means get a loan from other ridiculously funded banks that you won't have to probably pay back right. because the value of your franchise will go up tremendously. Oh, my God. Anyway, so he's saying Tampa or the surrounding area won't fund this for me, so I've got to move, which that's its own argument. But then have the balls to just say, I'm moving to Montreal. Screw this city. Screw these people. I'm moving. But he doesn't have the guts to do that, and he doesn't have the guts to just figure it out in Tampa or build it himself so instead he's going what if i could have the best of both worlds and major league baseball said no that's not going to work and he said well see all the attendance is this year me like what dude why are you in sports ownership what is your goal here i don't know his goal is to get a piece of land where he wants it exactly where he wants wants it for free Mm -hmm. and then to get the taxpayers to pay up now what he will say and what all these owners do you say now we don't. We're not just going to build a ballpark. What we want to do is build four city blocks, a district, right? We build, want yeah. a whole district with retail and apartments and movie theaters and all you can eat buffets. And then I, they, I threw that in, and then they, and then they donate all that back to the city. Oh no, they get to retain ownership of all that revenue. No, because too. that's how they. That's how they get these things passed from a local government standpoint. There's not a lot of local governments just greenlight stadiums anymore. So what you have to do is put retail and other crap in there, and that's how they get it passed. Yeah. So you have to build a stadium and then gentrify a part of the city. That's what you have to do. Exactly right. Yeah, but I I just still, I don't want to see teams moving out of places where they are wanted, right? But if it is something where he's saying, I can't make it work here, I have to go to Montreal, then go. I know, but... Then go do it, man. What is this whole split... Sister city thing is just so stupid. It's stupid. And the problem that he's running into, especially in places like St. Pete and Tampa, is that he goes in front of the local government and says, you need us. You need us to grow this area. And they look at him and say, no, we don't. We don't have enough housing for people as it is. Sure. We're we're growing so fast. We're going to get a much better return on our investment if we put extra apartments or condos on this land and don't have to worry about a ballpark nearby. Yeah, that's totally understandable. So I I just, I don't like it where this guy is now lashing out at everyone around him when... Because he didn't get his way. He's a child. Well, that's why. Unfortunately, I'm finding more and more of that when it comes to some of these owners who run sports teams. They are children. Mm -hmm. And you're right. He could go and get himself a loan that he won't have to pay back. Or if he does, it's at some ridiculous interest rate that... Well, he'll be making the, a the profit lay, right, that will the, be fine. The lay person would not be able to do or get. But he wants everything handed to him. And by the way, this they're doing him a favor because this was that was plan was destined to fail. 
Sure. Montreal and St. Pete and, split and him probably, between the two. And here's how it's probably going to go. He'll probably try for another six months maximum to try to get something done in Tampa. One last effort, if that. Doesn't sound like he's off to a great start. And then he'll say, it doesn't work here, and I'm going to go full on into getting it from Montreal. And then once he does, he'll announce it and move the team to Montreal. That's my guess. Would you rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Slowdowns expected on Morse Road east of Steltzer Road. There's an accident involving injuries in that area. Please be careful as traffic continues to build and keep an eye out for the people on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lesset are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Best Would You Rather this week. It's a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Bikini Inspector, show your badge. Sure, why not? Uh, Zach says, my guys... Well, I don't like Facebook. Would you rather work outside in temperatures like this for the rest of your life or have a roofless house for one random day a week for a year? You know what I would do in that case? I would take the roofless house for one random day a week. For one year. For one... Okay, so so 52 times Yeah, that's what I would pick. But I would then... I would sell this house and I would move into like... I don't know... I don't, a place that's basically outdoors anyway. Like, I would buy a camper and say, that's my house now. <laughs> and live in the camper and just have warm clothes and, you know, in the winter and in the summer have, you know, cooler stuff to try to put on. But that'd be what I'd have to do because there's no way I could work outside in temperatures like this for the rest of my life. Like, I'm if I make it to 80, I have to go out and work in the winter. No, that I couldn't do that. Zach says, my guy. I'm not quite sure why that's, I'm here or what I'm doing. That is the guy with Zach. Oh, different Zach. Different Zach. Another Zach. Okay. Lots of people named Zach. Sorry, I didn't understand. Would you rather have the Fox Sports injury music start playing anytime you wanted to end a conversation and the person gets musically played off? Or every time you open your fridge, it has exactly what you're craving to eat? (laughs) I don't know, man. That injury music is anytime I'm done talking to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It would be helpful for me, too, as an oversharer. Who it would be like, oh, I hear the music. I know what that means. See you later. Like, I would just get out of there. I'd be good. Uh, Logan says, my guy. There is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party knowing that you'll clog it mm. or poop in the bushes in the backyard? At the same party or just in just forever? I'm going to say at the same party. Well, then I'd, I'd ha- rather poop in the backyard. Yeah, and I'd have to leave the party after that, though, because that's not that's not going to fly. 
Uh, Quinton says, my guys. Balls out. Still out. Would you rather only be able to use the JCPenney catalog or a Victoria's Secret commercial as your motivation for the next month? So Victoria's Secret commercial versus the JCPenney catalog. Right. Right. The commercial, though, is only like 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm probably going to need the catalog. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, probably the catalog. Because then there's, you know, you might be like more in a, uh, I need to see maybe a little bit more left of the imagination today. And then another day you're like, nope, I got to see a lot more. And it's all there for you. It's all in there. Tom says, my guys. Holy smokes. Would you rather, he says, for either or both, have to do the first hour of your show while in an ice bath for one week or your guest host for all three hours each day of a whole week is Matt Millen. All right. Let me say this about Matt Millen. You hate him? I am not a fan totally of his work you in a hate broadcast him. booth calling a football game, but I'll say this about the guy. He seems like the type of dude where if you said, we have to work together for a whole week, he'd come in and give it his best shot. I'd do it, T-Bone. All I'd, sounds good, T-Bone. I'd give him my best shot. We'd make it happen. I'm not taking a nice bath for an hour? Uh, no. No way. Mike says, my guy. I want to kiss you. Would you rather have Tim Hall always beat you in everything you play or listen to the same Jeff Rimmer stories while eating Pittsburgh Blues steaks every day? Well, that's easy for Every me because Tim, Tim beats me in any time we play any that's of these fine. games. I'll, I'll be beaten by Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zola the Polo says, my guy. Johnny, idiot face. Would you rather hang out with Dana White the entire time he's in town for the March UFC event? No. Or interview Mike Florio for an hour every week for a year? Sorry, buddy. We're talking oh. to Florio. I no, I'm we're not. not. Hang, I'm not no. hanging out with Dana White for one night. I can't. Not for a night. For the entire time he's in town for a UFC event, he's, he flies in and out on his jet. No, he won't, he won't be more than 24 like, hours. I'm sure that's tied in with the Arnold, right? Isn't that I probably around the same time or care. something? Or Dana is, White all day, every day. Is the Arnold happening? I don't even know. Whatever. Okay. Well, what? I'm not. No, I don't. I don't want to. Because then, guess what? If someone like breaks their leg in half at a UFC okay. event, he's going to be standing like, look at it, look at the bone. And I'm like, nah, I, I'll, no, I don't want to do it. Abigail says, my guys. It is what it is. And it, wa- and it was brilliant. Would you rather your co-host wear loose-fitting gym shorts while commandos so you see low-hanging brain every time they sit down? <laughs> or... That they wear a banana banana hammock and you see it peeking out of their pants every time they bend forward. <laughs> I mean, either way, either way, you're seeing you're seeing something. Low, low, it yeah, you win. It doesn't matter. You're seeing brain either way. Low, so. low hanging brain. Very well done. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll take uh, gym shorts. Commando is what I'll take. Yeah. Uh, David says, "Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be red?" Or all your Google searches be made public. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't search for disgusting things too much on Google. Now, if you were talking about my YouPorn searches, that's different. But yes, <laughs> you can have all my Google searches. Yeah, yeah, you can. Do, yeah, I'm same boat there. Uh, Mark says, "My guys, absolute drunken orgies." Would you rather be the person in charge of explaining what the refs did at the Bengal Raiders game? Or crowd control at the end of the Cowboy game. Oh, I'll go explain. Uh, that's fine. Because I'll know. It's not my call. I'm just doing my job. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to say what happened. And then that's that. 
And then I'm, I'm not, if people are like, I'm mad at you, it's like, well, good, I didn't do it. I'm just coming out here to tell you what, what I was told to say. Big Papa Panama <laughs> says, a la Groot, what does that mean? Oh, Groot from the movie, right? Yeah. Yes. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you can only say one thing for the rest of your life. T says, I am Groot. Yes. yes. T Bone can only say, I touch rim. And Common Man can only say, Drippy Newt Sack. Mm. What, what do we. Or. Or, or, or what? what? Well, you, he, that's one thing, so what's the other thing? I don't know. Nothing. Or. Oh, I'm sorry. Or would you rather never be able to poo bigger than angel hair pasta? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What? <laughs> is, right, that a, is that a thing I, someone I, I, is I, doing? I I don't know. All right. I mean, I said it earlier that I think it's going to be hard to top Abigail dropping the low-hanging brain reference okay. in there. So, very good. Abigail uh, wins. Song of the day today <laughs> is Seether from Veruca Salt back in 1994. I'm a big fan of well, I, I this love song Salt. of Veruca Salt. I haven't heard all of their stuff. Reach number eight on the modern rock chart. The song is from the album American Thighs, which went gold. Interesting little nugget. The hard rock band Seether named themselves after this song. I've always wondered that. I didn't know if that was true or not. It is true. They also recorded a cover version of this song on their greatest hits album. Oh, very cool. Yes. I need to go check that out. My wife wants you to know that Volcano Girls is the better Veruca Salt song. Okay. But she is wrong. For me, it's this one. Now, my daughter is a big fan of rock music, and she loves it when girls rock out. Oh, yeah. She loves to watch videos of girls rocking out. She loves Veruca Salt. She loves this song. When Santa came to visit our house, mm-hmm. you know, right before Christmas, she was very excited to see Santa and then asked if other people can come visit our house, too. Oh. Like Santa. And I said, well, who would you like to visit your house? And she said, I would love Joan Jett to visit my house. Oh, that's that's a, that's a very cool. And then she said she'd like Veruca Salt to come to her house, too. So nice. if, you, if Nina Gordon from Veruca Salt, if you're listening, stop on by the house. We can have dinner together. I really like, I mean, I've, I've heard that song plenty of times. I really like the guitar tones when they get to the chorus and they drop it into whatever little overdrive pedal they've got there. The little fuzz they well, put on it. That's sort of like their their hallmark sound. Yeah. A lot of their well, songs that's, that's have that same sound. I love it when bands find that and are like, that's what we do. That's how we sound. We're not trying to do anything different. Seether, Veruca Salt, 1994. Listen to it. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on Morse Road east of Stelzer Road. Still working to get this one clear. This does involve injuries. And an accident involving injuries on West Mound Street east of Whitethorn Avenue. Please be careful here as well as things begin to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lesset are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! 
was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hull. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man. I'm sad today. No Why? Buckeye basketball on Saturday. That's right. Buckeye basketball has been postponed against Nebraska because of COVID issues with the Huskers. <sighs> there were some rumors that Buckeyes are trying to find someone to play this weekend, but you were just telling me you don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that's not going to happen. They're, they're, they tried, and... I mean, we're all, I think even in youth sports, right? I think everybody's got kids that are dealing with this. You just want to get out there. You want to play. And at the last second, somebody comes down sick and they cancel it. You know, practice gets canceled. Game gets canceled. And I feel for it. I mean, these guys had a 22-day layoff. Now it's gone through them. They're healthy. They just want to get in rhythm. They want to get in sync again. And they had a great opportunity to... You know, get their second season sweep of a Big Ten team with Nebraska coming in here. And on the schedule now, next up will be at Minnesota next Thursday. So and they're, that's, ha- they're having their own yeah, COVID issues. Minnesota is. They are. And the only thing that I was thinking of, but again, it's it's too late in the game and nothing could happen now. They, I think Minnesota is playing Rutgers on Saturday or Sunday. So you were thinking maybe if Minnesota couldn't play, maybe the Big Ten Conference tries to tell, tell you that you got to play or whatever to have some opportunity right. later in the season, yeah. but that's that's not going to be something that's done at this hour. I just I, It stinks for these guys. E.J. Liddell, by the way, was 12 points away from becoming the 60th guy ever to score 1,000 points for Ohio State Hoops. Oh, wow. Yeah, so well, he's going to get that the next time out. Now we just got to wait longer. Yeah, that's too bad. It's frustrating, though, because, I mean, we obviously know what we're dealing with here. This pandemic has been going on for a long time, but I did, <laughs> I did not expect when the tournament got canceled almost two years yeah, ago now. I'm with you. To be I'm at a you. point this much longer after it to be saying... I don't think anybody did, but And we're still and we're still waiting to play some basketball no, games listen, because of this. This is far and away a bigger disruption than when we played in the middle of the pandemic before vaccines were out. Think about it. They had one disruption last year. It was the Penn State game, and they got it in. It just got postponed a little bit. Here we had... Three games axed, and now we're into Big Ten season, and you continue to see these games fall. And it will be another 10-day layoff if they can't get another game in on Monday or Tuesday, which I don't think that's happening either. That's what your Christmas break is supposed to be, 10 days. They're going to get another yeah, one I, wonder, here. I honestly wonder at what point does it become, you'd rather be playing something, right? But maybe there's a side benefit of... When you get to tournament time, you're a little fresher because I guess you'll, you haven't had whatever. as many nagging yeah. injuries, hopefully. But regardless, Silver linings, right? It's not what you want, and nobody would vote for this if they had a choice. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight, Timmy? Saw a little update from the four-letter from the NCAA this afternoon that I will discuss. A possible, well, there's a, a guy in the transfer portal that I think is interesting. 
I will discuss that one and a little bit more about uh, the loss of the game, where we go with Buckeye basketball going forward. Buckeye show, top of the hour, then it's Jackets time at 6.30. Back page, let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, obviously there was some uh, pretty significant devastation in the Tonga Island region of the world where tsunami right yeah there was well a volcanic eruption that led to a tsunami and underwater volcano i don't remember if it was underwater or not but there was a volcanic eruption and this tsunami did bring you know tons of water into tonga and you know they've had a lot of their drinking water has been fouled up i believe three people died destroyed villages uh they are still knocked out communications for the nation of about one hundred five thousand people but this story i found to be in one part inspiring and another part just jaw-dropping a man in in tonga 57 year old man apparently lived on an isolated island of atata and when this tsunami hit he was swept out into the ocean or was out in the water his name is lasala falau your guy he then this was at uh 7 p.m on saturday he then started trying to swim to find his way back to land but couldn't get there so realized he needed to conserve energy and then decided well i guess i'll just have to tread water until i can be rescued swam at sea for 27 hours and was eventually rescued and then lived to tell the tale now they said what were you doing before this and he said oh i was painting my house let me tell you something if i trained for two years to swim For 27 straight hours, you, me, and most people would never be able to get to a point where we could keep ourselves afloat for 27 straight hours. This man was not told about it, did not train for it, and then was painting his house, something that wears you out, and then still managed to do it. He had to be floating for a lot of those hours. Is he man enough to admit that? You can't well, just be swimming, kicking no, your no, legs no. and your what arms. What a lollygagger. 27 what? straight hours. What a lollygagger. Timmy, you're a liar. Treading water <laughs> is floating. No, no, no. I'm talking about the dead man's float. Where you're yeah. just kind of chilling. <laughs> you're just laying. Oh, chilling sure. out. You're just laying. Chilling That's... out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, hey, you Teddy. Know, why didn't Tom Cruise do that in uh, in that movie? <laughs> in that made, that's what he should have done in Tom, Castaway. Tom Cruise in Castaway. Yeah, that's what he should have done. Teddy, do you remember... The WWF wrestler from the 80s and 90s billed from the Isle of Tonga. Do you remember who it was? It Was it not the Tongan, uh, Tonga Kid? And or Jimmy Superfly Snuka, maybe? No, it was not Jimmy no. Snuka. It was Haku. Oh, okay, Haku. Haku. Okay. I don't think it was Tongan Tonga Kid. I, I don't know. I'm Where just guessing. Where was that guy from then? Like Detroit? Like what? <laughs> the Tonga kid from Detroit? <laughs> Motown. His name's Tongan Kid. Yeah, he's probably he's from a bunch Tonga. of BS now. Haku. <laughs> well, yeah. Haiku. Lots of, Haku, lots of professional go. wrestlers come from the, the islands there. Yeah. Lots. Of course. How you doing over there, Timmy? Good. I'm just listening to the wrestling talk. Mm. Tim has I mean, a lot to add to that. The islands, mm. huh? Mm-hmm. Going to stare Who's at the you. best one? Who's the best island wrestler? Well, The Rock has a uh, island lineage. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. I heard about him. Yeah, I've heard, the Rock's I've heard pretty about famous. The Rock's lineage. Tell Leanna to hang out because I'm going to make this as awkward <laughs> as humanly possible. Well, I'll see you later. Bye bye, everyone. I got to go home. Yeah, see take ya. it easy. Enjoy. Uh, Buckeye shows next. Jackets time six thirty. Mm. I hate it. I hate it.
What? Bye. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Oh, are we doing this now? Oh, okay. Watch out for an accident that is cleared from Morse Road east of Steltzer Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And an accident involving injuries still being worked on on West Mound Street east of Whitethorn Avenue. Please be careful as things continue to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because well, I'm fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I now. don't. <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.